Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Friday, Dave. Happy Friday, everybody. We're here on the Breakfast with Champions. David is is currently in uh, the Indy 500 here in Indianapolis. Wishing uh, the best to everybody on here. Hope everyone's having an incredible week. Uh, we also wanted to bring up uh, Tyree, Tyree Dillingham, who is one of Dave's great partners, um, an incredible person, uh, philanthropist, does so much. So I want to bring up Tyree. Tyree, if you quickly want to introduce yourself, and then uh, we'll get this party going here on the Breakfast with Champions. Thank you so much. Let's also take a quick second. Let's invite your friends, family, uh, anyone in the community here on Clubhouse. Let's also take a quick second. Follow the people next to you. Follow the people on stage. Uh, with that in mind, I'll bring up Tyree. Tyree, welcome. Awesome. Thanks, Jake. Good morning, everybody. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, momentarily, our other partner, NFL Hall of Famer Marshall Falk, is going to jump on and join us. And we just love having this forum to connect with people about money um, and talk about how to create wealth and, and a money mindset. 
so important right now, particularly I feel like every single day we're, we're hearing different things about gas prices going up, inflation, all those things. And so many people are confused and don't know where, where to have a trusted source to get information from. And so it is a pleasure and an honor. And I just want to acknowledge each and every one of you for hopping on here to better yourselves and really investing the time that it takes into making yourself um, more knowledgeable and a better person when it comes to all of those things. So it is, like Jake said, my name is Tyree Dillingham. I'm partners with Dave Meltzer and Marshall Falk, and we are on a mission to educate a million families about their finances and turn a thousand people into millionaires. And I can't think of two better men to be doing it with. I was thinking this morning as I was getting ready for this call, how blessed I am to, to walk shoulder to shoulder with these gentlemen through life and have them consistently give me such amazing advice about mindset and money and all of those great things. And so it is an honor to be here with you this morning. So as we get started, um, I will ask Dave the first question of the day, which is um, <clears throat> really about, you know, the, the topic of, of this room is unlocking wealth in 2022. And we know so much of this is a mindset and everything is going so bananas, it feels like, in, in our economy right now. And it depends on the news source even that you turn on, whether the real estate market's going well or not. If you're list following real estate agents, they're like, yeah, that was the time to buy. There was an article in Forbes yesterday about how, you know, the real estate market isn't doing so well. So, you know, Dave, I guess, how, how do people ground themselves? How do you ground yourself in getting ready to to think about your finances and kind of where you're headed because the world's on full blast now and so things are moving really quickly and and changing consistently and everybody's kind of feeling the pinch around their money so if you could share with people some of the tips you have about that yeah well first of all let's bifurcate the way the way that we make money so um number one too many people don't cut the right costs right so we want to look at expenses when things get challenging or more difficult. And so when we look at expenses, look at the expenses that are bleeding you. So I have so many people that are taking away expenses that are feeding them and still paying for their Lambos, still paying for their luxury vacations, still paying for all the things that are bleeding them. And they're then diminishing their capacity by cutting back on their marketing, cutting back on their personal empowerment and development cutting back on the things that are going to make them money. And so the first thing is to analyze what expenses I have that are bleeding me and get rid of those and maybe even double down on the ones that are feeding you because most people are taking away the ones that are feeding them. So you're going to get a bigger bang for your buck, even with inflation, even with the economy creating more and more challenges for us with the high or prices, as well as the supply chain issues, as well as all types of different markets failing us. And then the second thing to do is look and see where you can make money. Look at the skills, the knowledge and desire that you have. Look and see where you can buy things that are oversold. And that's what we wanna do and we can make more money. There was more millionaires made in 2008. There was more companies, unicorns created in 2008 than any other time. And now we're coming into that season of opportunities, options, and touches of favor that will allow you to make more money, help more people, and have more fun. And what the biggest problem is, is people have a mindset of failure where they're going to go ahead immediately and panic and be scarce and take away the things that feed them and not take away the things that bleed them. And they're going to wonder why all of a sudden they're living up to an expectation that things are bad because they're making them bad. They're giving the meaning to it that they're bad. So what you want to do is sit down with Tyree or Marshall or one of these people and look at these things, people who sit in the situation that have been there before and say, look, here's the, all the expenses I have. These are the ones that bleed you. These are the ones that feed you. Let's cut those out for now. Double down on the ones that feed us and make more money and take advantage of an opportunity when people are overselling, that's the best time to buy. So what I'm hearing you say is basically put yourself first and, and invest in yourself. And to that point, I mean, you and Marshall are both masters at creating multiple streams of income. And I, I just 
marvel watching you two do it and how you can leverage um, your existing resources. And, you know, right now, I, I agree with you. All I see is opportunity. There is a ton of talent out there. People are not happy with their current employers. They're not loyal to their current employers. Their current employers are not loyal to them. And so, you know, there's a ton of talent out there and there's really a ton of opportunity right now if you allow it. And so when you're thinking, when people are like, okay, this isn't cutting it. I'm, I can't make any more money out of this salary. <laughs> I make $50,000 a year and that's it. So I can only cut my expenses so much. And so how do they leverage what they currently have in their space to create something else without getting another quote unquote job, because that's not necessarily going to feed their soul or their mind and create abundance. That's just making them work harder, not smarter. So for people who are looking to create that, how, where, how do they get started? Yeah. So options and opportunities, side hustles, additional streams of income are created by time. And so what I want people to do is focus in on how time is relative each day to their midterm and long-term objectives and how they're utilizing time in three different areas. One, productivity. If we can look at time today of how productive we are and the activity we get paid for and the activity we don't get paid for, the activity we have planned, we don't have planned, and even our sleep, when we reconcile time with productivity, we'll find that other options, opportunities, and even touches of favor will raise its own existence and awareness to us. And then the second is accessibility. So if we can reconcile time with how accessible are you to others, you were talking about loyalty. Look, the only loyalty in, in occupation is the loyalty of what you're being paid or getting paid. You know, it is a business, it is an occupation, it is an activity you get paid for. Therefore, the loyalty is if I promise to be productive for a certain amount, then I'm going to be productive for that amount and you promise to pay me to that amount for being that productive. And if your systems and checks and balances aren't regulated to making sure that you have the money and you're not accessible or they're not accessible to you, then we're going to have an incongruence or an interference between the revenue that we make or the opportunities and options to make more revenue through additional streams of income. Accessibility also means receiving. Uh, so how are you accessing what you want? So you need to know what you want each day according to synergistic supplementary to these mid and long-term goals that we have. And then finally, how are you reconciling time? And this goes to uh, those expenses as well, but not the expense of money, the expense of time. How are you reconciling time with your gratitude? Meaning that there is light, love, and lessons in every opportunity. There is light, love, and lessons in every person that we deal with. But is it worth your time? How are you prioritizing your time to effectuate the people that feed you the most, the events that feed you the most, the opportunities that feed you the most? I mean, my 12-year-old makes more money than most people in America, higher than the average income. Because we go ahead and reconcile time with productivity, accessibility, and gratitude in the activity that we have planned to be together. And we simply go at 7 a.m. with state sales and yard sales and garage sales. And we go ahead and look at different items that we think are valuable. We look them up, go home. We look them up on the internet to see the timing and risk tolerance that people take within the context of those items. And then we go back when they're closing because we know the emotional value of wealthy, affluent people that may perceive a value of what they have, but when the value is being placed back into their storage or back into their garage or back into their closet, that value diminishes exponentially with that time. And so my son and I take advantage of that by going back, knowing that we can pre-sell and predetermine the value of things when an emotional diminishing of, of value occurs and so we go to this wonderful rich housewife and say, do you really want to put that item back into your storage garage or closet? We'll take that off your hands for either free or for a minimum amount of money and we create margins. And the margins that we create from that market, which is especially available in the down economy, 
will pay for my son's college probably four or five times over because he makes more average employee in America at 12 years old by simply understanding how he and I reconcile our time together productively, accessibly, and graciously. Uh, so uh, these are examples of how we can create these downstreams by identifying options, opportunities, and touches of favor relative to time. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Dave. And it is my honor and pleasure to welcome our partner, NFL Hall of Famer Marshall Falk, who is the captain of this ship, is spearheading the charge to educate a million families about their finances, which is no small feat. And it is so important right now for us to be educating one another, finding our friends and family members who maybe don't know, educating ourselves and really taking matters into our own hands. And I think a lot of people look at Marshall and they're like, why is he doing this? He certainly doesn't need to be out here educating people and making sure that they're empowered, but more importantly, really developing entrepreneurs. And so Marshall, welcome. If you could share a little bit about your passion and purpose and why why this is so important to you about creating not only educated, educated people, but also... Also, um, Dave, are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No, you're you're cutting out. Um, so, Marshall, if you could if you could just share a little bit about what what fuels you behind this. Well, it's uh, when you when you find out information and, and you're educated, uh, I, I believe you then take it up on yourself. If you consider yourself a person of impact, a person whom, um, whom, are, whom, whom is now in the know, you educate people about it. Uh, I, I think that there's secrets to success and a lot of times people aren't sharing their secrets. Uh, as if being successful, it, it belongs to a, a certain group of people. Uh, and that, that's not the case. I think that if, um, if there's some principles to life living them and understanding certain things about life and definitely about money. Uh, we should have those conversations and then allow the people in the world today to make the decision uh, if those concepts and the things that they hear are things that they're willing to give a try and, and, and test out. Um, the information that you hear Dave uh, when, when he's speaking or, or anybody that's just that's just saying, hey, come listen to me, let's meet up. And they're not saying, hey, pay me 500, pay, pay $10,000. It's, 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 it's crazy when you think about um, what someone would spend to go hear how to make a million dollars. But if somebody just said, hey, let's meet up, I'm gonna tell you guys how to make a million dollars, they wouldn't show up. <laughs> and we're, we're changing the connotation behind that with letting people know the topic isn't how to get the money. It's learning how to make the money work for you once you get it. Because so many people, they've gotten the money. They just didn't know how to retain it or how to make it work for them. And there's just some principles within the education and things that you need to know and um, types of behavior that you have to have when dealing with monies that, that a lot of us, we're just not educated on. I know I wasn't. I know I had to learn. And sometimes we got to learn through hard lessons. And those lessons hurt. And some of us, we don't get a second go around at it to find out and to make sure we can, oh, I, you know what? I got it right. I learned my lesson. Here's how I'm going to do it. And we're just, myself, uh, Dave, you, uh, you know, people on this call that, uh, that, that find themselves in a circle that's trying to not just create opportunity for other people, but give them the education surrounding how to. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the impact in life when you understand how you help people. Yep. I'll bring you, I prayed you brought you joy playing football. Uh, you were entertained. Uh, but now let's, let's do something for one another. Come attain this information, give it to your family, give it to your loved ones and make sure you spread the word on how money works. Yeah, I think that's so, so important and, and key. And Dave and I were just talking, I don't know if you heard us when you hopped on, but about loyalty and how right now 
there's so many people that are jumping ship from their current jobs. And actually the statistics are showing that if you leave your current employer and go to another one, that you will actually be paid more than if you stay. And so when we think about loyalty in your current J-O-B job and just over broke here, trying to get by in an economy where you have maybe a fixed income, but prices are going up. And so when you think about that and, and people are kind of stuck in this grind, like what do you say to those people when you meet with them who have, have a fixed salary and they're trying to you know make a dollar out of 55 cents every day and they're thinking, they're listening to you right now going, well, that's great for you because you're a millionaire. So you you have money to invest, but I'm just trying to feed my kids today. I don't even know where the heck to get started. How do you handle people people in that space? Well, first, b- before you even educate them or, or give them advice, they must first acknowledge that they're in a scarcity mindset. Um, and when you're in that mindset, it's, you feel paralyzed every every and any move that you think about making seems like the wrong move <laughs> anything other than going back to that job seems like the wrong thing to do and you can't see yourself and and, and this is this is this is um in everything not just this job if if you if you're a person and you you want more out of life then you have to do something different than what you're doing because what you're doing is not going to get you more. It, it, it only, it's only getting you what you have now. And that's the, that's what the sacrifice is. That's what taking, that's what taking the risk is. You know, when you, when you look at what, what, what Elon Musk did or what Jeff Bezos did, I mean, they weren't, they weren't trying to moonlight doing something else. Like Elon Musk wasn't working for Ford trying to create Tesla. <laughs> it, that, you, you just can't, you can't do both. It just, it doesn't work like that. The, the 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 reward is it comes and it's it's a reward when you when you take a chance and you give something up and that belief that you have in yourself i tell people all the time when i was coming out of high school i was told i'm talking about by by division 1 college scouts coaches teams that are good really good at their job you can't play running back at this level that was told to me and the belief and the conviction in what i wanted to do and i knew what i could do with the football the hell with you (laughs) i am going to fail trying to play the position that i love playing and if i fail doing that i can deal with it but what I'm not going to do is let you put me at cornerback and make it, but not be happy at the position that I'm playing, wishing I would have done something else. So getting them off the spot is everything. I, that is so powerful. I hope you guys are all taking notes because there are so many people that... <clears throat> are willing to give their all for their employer. And it's interesting, we uh, we were talking in the office the other day um, about one of the new girls on our team. She was talking about her father, who was a chef, and how he worked every holiday and they would spend all of their time you know, in, in the kitchen while he was cooking for other people to make money for his employer and how dedicated and committed he was to building somebody else's dream. And he would, he would show up and work nights and weekends and overtime and holidays and like basically sacrifice his time with his family in order to make somebody else money. He wasn't making any more money (laughs) doing it. He was still getting paid his hourly wage, but his commitment and dedication to that. And I think that we're going through this really massive, not only the great resignation, but a great awakening in our country right now. And so I'm sure there are some people on here that are listening right now going, I do that. I work overtime. I work extra hours. Like I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll work a 70 hour a week on a salary and miss my kids recital to make some X, Y, Z corporation, but they give me the parking spot in the front, as you put it, like they, I got employee of the month plaque. And so how do people harness that and sort of take the leap? Like, do you have any, any recommendations for that? Yeah, 
you know, it's, it's, it's just the, uh, the, the idea of being willing to do for yourself what, what you're willing to do for, for an, an employer. Uh, and, and, I, and, I, and, and here's the thing. Um, we are institutionalized. Accept that. Accept that. When you were a little kid, you were told, go to school, get a good job. Nobody told you to be an entrepreneur. And if they did, then you are it. And if you're working a job and you have an, an employer, then you feel kind of out of sorts because you're you're going against the grain. You're the black sheep of the family because everybody else is has the entrepreneurial mindset and spirit inside of them. But I think one must one must understand that if you're working a job, you you've settled for the ceiling that you have because no one is going to pay you. I'm talking about when we look at, and this, 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 this accounts for sports too. No one's going to pay you more than they're making. When you look at the people who own the sports franchises and when they list the salaries of these players, we're like, oh my God, he's making 300 million. Oh my God, he's making 200 million. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. What must one make to pay someone $200 million? What is the business making if they have two guys making $200 million? We never really think about it. And, and that's, those, those are the facts. And, and how we stay in the day. Now, how do you get out of it? Making your mind up that, that there's something that you want to do and, and deciding what success is in that for you. Not allowing, not allowing any other metrics or numbers or things like that to decide what success is for you. Because we tend to do that. Allowing what you know and what you're doing and educating yourself on how you're calculating your success. And you don't you don't play other people's game, you play your game. And how you want to be successful. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that there's so many people on here that are probably either entrepreneurs or they want to be entrepreneurs, and they're like, I don't, I don't want somebody else to be controlling my time anymore. That's one of the great things that we came out of this pandemic is people realizing that they, they don't want someone to control their time. They don't want someone to control their income. They don't want to be chained to an office or a desk somewhere. And they realize that maybe they do have a little bit of that entrepreneurial spirit. And so I was talking with Dave earlier about creating an alternative stream of income. And oftentimes people just think that means getting another job. So like I need to go out and work a night job. So I'm working 16 hours a day. And that's not necessarily the case. And you and Dave are both masters at creating multiple streams of income and being able to leverage what you have. So for, you know, somebody who's listening here, like, okay, I'm, I'm stuck in that job. I don't necessarily have a ton of discretionary income. Prices are going up. I don't really know where, how, how to even get started on something like this. I know I have an idea or at least I have an entrepreneurial spirit or a business acumen, but maybe I don't have a product or whatever. How do you guide people in that space? Because you have truly, for those of you on the call who are listening, Marshall is a master entrepreneur. He owns over 40 different businesses. Like I, I don't think he gets enough credit in that space for being such a great guide and investor and entrepreneur. And so, I mean, obviously you have to start somewhere. And so what, what advice could you give for the people who are listening on, on the call right now who maybe want to create something and, and don't know how or where to get started? Yeah, first, first, uh, really understand what an entrepreneur is and, and the types of entrepreneurs that that you could, the types of entrepreneurs that you can be. Um, once you once you understand that, I think the next thing is to is to make sure that you align yourself 
with with businesses and things not that you like or that you think is good for other people but that people need uh we 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 get into the into the area of of oh my god you know what i like that that would be good for me and my girlfriends well that doesn't constitute a need uh one one of the things that that um that obviously it's it's a venture is is providing people financial services whom believe that they don't that that they cannot afford them or or don't deserve them those people those people there's a need i don't have to generate an audience or attract them in any way of sort they need financial services they need the literacy they need the their intelligence to be raised so they can allow their money to work for them so by providing them that information they find me once i let them know hey here's what's out here for you hey have you had a financial strategy have you had your your do you have a roadmap to where you want to go in life no okay well let's sit down and talk all the conversations start right there and 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 i think that's that we really we really we really don't do that we really don't address the need well and that is something that i think most people take for granted cuz they're sitting on here listening go thinking to themselves of course you needed a financial advisor dave did but not maybe most people don't realize that you guys you know, started at the bottom, you both started with nothing and have built your empires. And so what, what about the people that are like, when I get X is when I will get myself educated? <laughs> yeah, it, it's too late then. Um, the, the, the understanding of it is, uh, you know, you got to learn alphabets before you learn how to read. And, um, and it's never too early to learn the alphabet. So uh, understand the dynamics of, of, of money and how your money works for you and sit down. And, and, and I, I think, I think the word, the word that, that, um, financial advisor, it scares people, you know, um, when you hear we're in financial services, which is we're providing you a service. This isn't advice. We're providing you a service. And when you're provided a service, that means you continuously can come back and forth. You know, advice is just given on a whim. And most of the time, people that, that are giving you the advice, they don't have the they don't have the product, nor have they used the service. They're just giving you what they learned in school. Within the within the service world, it's like, hey, look, I have this, I know about this. This worked for me. This has worked for other people. And so when you're having those conversations, you're you're then letting people know that the concepts, strategies, and things you're talking about, they're not just implemented on, on, on the clients and the people you talk to, but these are personal strategies, things that you, you actually are using. Yeah, I think that's definitely a challenge right now because there's so many different sources and agendas that are pumping people full of information. I mean, we were discussing at the beginning of the call about how if you follow any real estate agents, they're going to tell you that now is a great time to buy. But if you if you look at the interest rates and read the, read an article in Forbes, they're like, oh yeah, no, stop. The real estate market's, you know, not maybe the the best place to be investing your money right now. Sales are slowing. So when people are looking for how, where to get information, it's like, where do I even start with this? What's a trusted source? Who do I believe anymore? Because I think there's so much distrust in the media. And so when, when you're looking at, at trends and things like that, how do you know where, where to go or what to believe anymore? Well, I think you have to look at the, you really have to look at the people that, that whom are out here uh, doing work, um, looking looking to help and make a difference not looking to help and make a dollar um it, it's 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 pretty easy there, there's a plethora plethora of institutions that's providing the content the information and the know-how just just to do the work of implementation and education and 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 if they're if they're 
if if you're willing to to implement some of the strategies, uh, I know we'll sit down with you free of charge. You know, it's a it's comp- complimentary. We just want to make sure you understand what's out there for you, and and how how to use the services the correct way. Not not the way that benefits us, but the way that benefits you. And and having the idea of putting the mission of helping people in front of the commission. And a lot of people don't a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people, their concepts and strategies is to align their pockets, not not to make sure you understand how to stack your finances and and know how how the money is actually working. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've had many, many meetings with, with different financial advisors and, you know, the, the bottom line is how, how much of your assets can I get under management? You know, and it's, it's not, it's not, is your financial portfolio diverse? Um, are you, are you strong in the market to where regardless of what happens, your portfolio can withstand a hit in any market? They're not, they're not providing you that information and you have to make sure that you align yourself with the right people. So what are some things that you talk to your kids about when it comes to money? I know this is always a hot topic. I'm just going to shift it real quick here into that space because oftentimes we'll sit down with people who need to be saving money for retirement. They have no retirement. They're not, they're not prepared and, but we'll show them child savings plans and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to get that for my my kid. They would rather put their child's oxygen mask on before they put theirs on. And so when you're looking at your kids and helping them and telling them where to start, because they're all, a lot of them are getting their first jobs. You just had your son graduate from college. So when, when you're supporting them in creating their future, what are the tips and, and some of the things that you have them starting with so that they can build a future and maybe, you know, set themselves up for success in the future? You know, the, the, the hardest thing with kids today uh, compared to uh, when, 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 when I was a kid, when I was a kid, we had actual, like, tangible money. You had dollars and coins and you got to save it and you got to, you got to actually see it stack. Like you got to see it stack, and because because they're dealing with with debit cards and stuff like that, saving money for them is kind of it's 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 taboo. They don't really look at or understand saving money. They don't understand, you know, you you, you get a dollar that doesn't mean spend a dollar. So the first thing I I, I did with my kids was uh was implemented a savings challenge to whoever based on the monies that they received throughout the year could save the most, got the most money when Christmas time came. <laughs> and 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 watch watch them really compete at it. And and I think we have to do fun stuff like that with kids to trick them today because they're being told to buy, subscribe, uh, uh, be a part of so many things right now. And and saving isn't one of them. There's no cool savings kids club. <laughs> like no nobody nobody is telling kids to do that. And it's it's literally I think the first thing the first thing about money that we have to teach our kids is how to save it. Because people how to grow it, all all of that stuff. Well, you can't grow what you don't have. So saving it first is a must. Yeah, absolutely. And there are some powerful tools to help them them save. And so what are some of the what are some of the things that you didn't know when you were their age that maybe we teach people now that support them in being able to create their their future or or make their money work better for them? Because obviously, I think everybody's realizes that putting it in a savings account isn't going to quite cut it. So how, how do you guide them or what's, what are some of the basic things that you tell your kids when it comes to saving? Well, um, I, I think because so many people are caught up in, uh, in investing in, let's say, crypto and stuff like that, uh, understanding your rate of return, um, understanding, uh, knowing simple interest versus compound interest. 
and 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 how how it's either working for you or working against you. Um, understanding the importance of credit, uh, making sure you I don't care how much money you have, you still have to build and make sure you maintain a positive credit score. So having those conversations around around those three topics to make sure that they understand. And once I think once you once you get those down and you have that, now we can get into um, the investing in in services, goods, products, um, using certain strategies, whether it's variable or indexed strategies to then accumulate your wealth and how to use the things that are out there for you that most people know, don't know much about. Um, pretty easy, pretty easy when you sit on this side, but at the time when I was their age, as I speak about it now, I did not know about it then. And so educating them and making sure that they understand those things. And as kids are, um, you know, you tell them something when they walk away, they, they forgot it. So it's a constant reminder. It's a constant reminder to the, to the, to the sense to where you may have to get on their nerves and make it and say it so much that they dislike or hate it. And that's why they remember it compared to, Oh, I got it. You say it one or two times. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I think that's that is so important when talking with the kids and making sure that you get get their money matters right and making sure that they understand things like the rule of 72 and how it applies to their money and their savings. And it that in and of itself, that basic concept that we start people with is just so powerful when it comes to showing them how to make money work for them. So let me do a quick reset on the room. So for those of you who are just joining us, we're talking about the formula for un, unlocking wealth in 2022 on Breakfast of Champions with NFL legend Marshall Falk and David Meltzer. So go ahead and invite your friends to join us on the room. We would love to have them. We're going to be taking questions in a little bit. But I know, Marshall, a lot of people are probably and, you know, or think they know about it. And so what are some things like just to get a little a little juicy, I guess, this morning, what are some things that you I, you experienced or you saw your teammates experience that you or do with their money that you were like, yeah, no, because obviously athletes have an, have a little bit of a reputation for going broke after they have signed these massive contracts. You were fortunate enough to have the acumen not to do that. But, you know, so many people have, have seen that happen and they're thinking to themselves, how in the heck did that happen? How do you get a hundred million dollar contract and then go broke? So what are what are some kind of insider little juicy tidbits that you can share share with our listeners? Yeah, I think most most times, uh, not being educated about taxes, um, just because just because they say you got a hundred million didn't mean you received a hundred million. Uh, the impact of taxes and and how how taxes affect the money that you make. Uh, a lot of a lot of athletes fell victim to that. Um, you're having your family grow. Uh, let's say you had two siblings, um, a mom and a dad, and when you get the money. When, when when the cousins and the, and the and the and the girlfriend's family and you know it all starts to add up, all of a sudden you feel like you have more people that you need to to take care of and and that's you know learning how to say no. A lot of us, a lot of us, we don't know how to say no, and that becomes that becomes a, a really tough, tough, tough place for us to be. And then, um, you know, you splurging, uh, if you don't, if you don't set aside monies for you to, to have fun and, 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 and that accord in life, then you're going to find yourself, um, spending monies just, just to go have fun and just to get away at times without having, you know, just, just like you, you have an emergency fund, you got to have a fun, a fun fund. And, um, if you don't have the proper knowledge and most of us, we don't, we don't. And the people, the people that that's supposed to be giving us advice, 
or the people that's afraid to get fired because they work for us. And, and the mistakes are easily made. I'm talking easily made and the money goes fast. It goes so fast. But you have to have the right people in your circle to really help you and teach you and, and be willing to lose their job to make sure you do it right. So how does somebody find the right person that's willing to sit down? I mean, obviously, I think there's, like I mentioned earlier, you're you're on a mission to educate a million families about their finances, a very noble and ambitious cause that we want people to have access to, to the basics. And we're going through the largest wealth transfer right now in U.S. history. And there are very few financial advisors. The average age of a financial advisor is 62 years old in this country. It is a vastly, vastly underserved industry. And so, you know, most people don't, don't have access. They don't know where to start. Like, how do you, how do you recommend that people kind of get, get their foot in the door, so to speak? Yeah. Um, listen, I, I think um, finding a, a good financial advisor, it's a, it's a tough task. Um, you must first understand what makes one a good advisor and you need to have some sense of financial literacy. And that's why educating people about money is, is what, what, what I do and the willingness to sit down with them, regardless of who they're going to pick as their financial advisor, educating them on the information that they need to have in order to ask this person the questions to make sure that they're they're going to make financially sound decisions. And if 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 you're if you're out there and you're finding out you're you're looking for financial literacy, well, hey, I'm I'm at Marshall Falk on every every platform. Uh, we'll sit down and talk with you about about financial literacy, about raising your financial intelligence, and. Um, we're not going to charge you anything. And you can take that to your financial advisor and ask all the questions you have. And then go go to them with a better understanding of what they're talking about above the above the bottom line. Not, not, not just read below the bottom line. Understand what's happening above the bottom line and know the fee structures and what's going on with monies. And that most most advisors get paid whether you make money or not in the market. They get paid to manage assets, not to not to grow assets. So important. And it's one of the keys that we talk about when we're educating people about their finances. For anybody that has a question for Marshall, go ahead and back channel me and I will I'll bring you up on stage so that you can ask him a question. But I think Marshall, the the ability for people to understand money, it seems like a little bit of an enigma to some people or just so it's so mystified. Like, I have to have a degree in order to do this. I have to have been in the market for or, you know, been managing money for years in order for me to be good at this. And so it, it can be a little intimidating. People on here are thinking, OK, that's great, you know, but. I'm not really there yet. And, and, you know, it's, it's really, they don't necessarily think that it's even for them. And so from a mindset standpoint, how do you shift into the space? Cause you started talking about scarcity this morning. And so when we're talking about creating wealth, you can't have wealth without having an abundant mindset because abundant mindset is what creates prosperity and creates wealth. And I'm sure you've seen that a lot. And probably some of the athletes that you work with who, even though they had a lot of money, didn't have prosperity because they came from a scarcity mindset. And so in order for people to really unlock wealth in 2022 and move forward and have the courage to reach out to you or me or Dave or any of our other um, team members who are, are listening today, how do they begin that shift and what are some basic like daily things that they can do in order to create an abundant mindset? I think, I think first in order to, to, to create that, that mindset, you must first acknowledge what you don't know. 
Uh, and and here's here's the thing: if you, if you have money, and and I trust me, I was there. If you have money to tell people you don't know about money, it's scary as heck. There's nothing scarier than that. But there's so many people sitting in that space, and the and then what happens is the person that they trust knows that they don't know about money, so the opportunity to take advantage of them is plentiful. By being honest and having people around you know if your CPA, your financial advisor, if they all understand that you know very little about money, then they're going to dive in. And when they see moves being made, question and maybe give you information and say, hey, I don't know why that's being done. Do you? Well, no, I don't know. I don't know much. I told you I'm not that hey, we need to maybe take a look at this move. And then start just, l- listen, re- reach out. Re- really reach out. Sit, s- sitting down and, and, and not being embarrassed that you don't really understand basic concepts. It's understandable. We weren't taught this. We, we were not given financial literacy in school. That's the, they didn't teach us how money work and how to make the money work for us. You have to, you have to decide, you have to have the desire to want to acquire those things, to sit down um, with people and have the conversations to learn what's out there, what you know and what you don't know, so you can then grow financially not just the money but you personally you have to develop and you you have to you have to learn the language that goes around money that people talk absolutely and it's not just about understanding money but it's also protecting your wealth and so i mean i think maybe if you could touch on that just for a moment about some of the cuz because we do a lot in that space too, where sometimes people show up and they, they're actually financially pre- pretty independent or set, but they haven't thought about the, the legacy planning for, or they have parents who maybe have, have money and don't know the ins and outs of things. They don't have a, a will or a trust set up. And, you know, there's some, some serious pitfalls and you could, be subject to probate or a bunch of different things if you are are not adequately prepared to protect and transfer your legacy. And so, you know, obviously you have are very well protected and have your plan ready for for your kids and what and the legacy that you want to live. But what about the people who are listening who maybe have some older parents and they're like, gee, how do how do I approach that with them? Or how do I have this conversation? Where do I get started? What do I need? I don't really know where, where to begin or up from down. Yeah, you know, I, when I sit down with people, that's that's the first thing before before we get into growing your money or or saving your money, we're, we want to talk about protecting it and, 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 and making sure that the transference of wealth is in place and that you have uh, a diversified portfolio that's protected. Like th- those are the early concepts of of what you want to have, and if you have parents or you find yourself in that in that space to where you may be inheriting something, you don't know what it is, you don't know what to do with it, you don't know what the tax implications are, and all of that stuff. Having those conversations, sitting down with us or people like us, is is it it sets you up, it sets you up for what's next, for what's next, and that's that's you. You're what's next, and you making the right decisions to make make sure that the transference of wealth is there. So your family and the legacy that you want to live and how you want it to to go is in place, and and that's mo- most people forget the planning part of it, or they don't have their whole portfolio in place, and that's all we want to do. We want to make sure that. You have all the buckets filled and that you're diversified and protected. That's a solid strategy. 
Yes, it's one of the seven money milestones that we take people through when we're educating them about their finances. And so, you know, Marsha, when you're when we're leaving people today with with some thoughts about money and where to go and next steps and how do they how do they create alternative streams of income, not just investments and savings, but you know, what what are some of the thoughts that you have? Um, that you want to make sure if somebody walked away with one thing, what would that be? Yeah. I mean, um, man, there's, there's so many, so many things. Uh, but, but I think the, the thing that, that could really get, get in the way of, of people understanding or people having success financially, it's, it's, um, uh, the scarcity mindset um, compared or coupled with the lack of education and information about their financial situation. Those two things can paralyze any person, any person with or without money. And so come have these conversations with us. Come, come, come tell us what you know. Maybe you might hear something you don't you, you haven't heard before, or maybe you might educate us about something that we get to share with the rest of the world. We're, we're, we're not the end all be all. We don't know everything and we're constantly learning because there's so much out there. But but the idea is having the conversation and or the conversations is where it starts and making sure that that the scarcity mindset coupled with the lack of information and education is it hindering your abilities to grow financially? Power, powerful words to leave everybody with, I think, today. And, you know, we're on a mission to, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun, which is why we partnered with Dave Meltzer. And obviously, this is um, an opportunity that, that he saw, which is why he jumped on board with us and is has joined us on our crusade to educate a million people, a million families about their finances and, and turn a thousand people into millionaires, which has never been done before. And so what about people who want to join the crusade? They're like, okay, where do I go? Like they, maybe they want to educate themselves or their families, or they're thinking, I got mom, I got a mom, I got a grandma who needs this information, or I want to get my kids ready, or I'm looking for a side hustle over here. Like, I think that I could really be of service. I've got some groups and some people that I could connect you with. Where, how do they get involved and, and talk a little bit about the opportunity? Well, yeah, I mean, um, I, well, I'm, I'm at Marshall Falk on all platforms. Um, uh, just shoot me a, a DM or leave me contact info and, uh, and I'll contact you. But, um, but you know, if, if, you, if you're, if you're wanting to learn more about money and you, you want to hear some, some, some different concepts, strategies, and, and things that you can do, you're, you're not quite sure what your rate of return is, or you, you don't know, you're like, oh, what's this rule of 72 thing? Uh, let's, let's have the conversation. Um, and, and in having that conversation, uh, you're, your your financial intelligence it, it, it'll it'll be raised instantly instantly and there's no cost for the education there's no cost for the information it's a conversation that we that we want to have with each and every person about where they're at so we can help them and the opportunity comes in the sense of that very same information and education we then that we give you we then show you how to monetize that how to how to how to turn that into the the side hustle to where, to where the very same people that you're going to have conversations with about about how the money how the money is working and who they should go to then becomes a an income stream for you. Um, just in in that sense, very basic concept as well. You learn something, then you teach other people how to do it, and then that becomes a source of revenue for you. I love it. I love it. What a powerful opportunity for people to join us on the crusade. And for those of you with an entrepreneurial spirit, definitely welcome the opportunity to connect with you. I know we have a couple of more minutes. I think Jake's back on the line um, for anybody who has a question for Marshall or Dave um, before we close out. 
Jake? Yeah, can you hear me? This is Dave. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, there you are, Dave. Ah, sorry. I've been, uh, and Marshall knows how this feels. I'm at the Indy 500, so connectivity was a brief issue there. I just want to thank Marshall. But what I was trying to say at the beginning was, as you said, you know, people are wondering what Marshall Falk would be doing here as, you know, an extraordinary hero to many and entrepreneur uh, that may or may not know him. But I'm not surprised that Marshall shows up to do this. And it's beyond money why he does it. He's truly on a mission to empower others. And part of that mission is to teach them how to make money so that they can help people. And, you know, Tyree, you and Marshall, as I'm blessed to be partnered with you, the reason is, is your mission is to help other people. And we're realistic about that approach and to have abundance and to create wealth is one of the greatest ways to be happy. And my mission aligned with that is to empower others, to empower others, to be happy. So I want to thank Marshall who always shows up and you who always show up. So I'm not surprised um, that, you know, such a huge name would be a part of something like this at all. Because if you know Marshall Falk, you would expect him to be here. And I just want to thank both of you for everything you do. And I'm sure you're limiting yourself when you say you want to empower a million people. You better say at least I'm going to empower over a million people with financial literacy. And please reach out to Marshall or I. Look into the backgrounds and bios for Tyree, myself, and Marshall. Uh, Jake, can you close out the room? Sure will. Thank you, Dave. Tyree, Marshall, everybody for joining today here on the Breakfast with Champions. Uh, as David mentioned, if anyone would like to reach out, uh, just reach out to Marshall, Tyree, or David. David's email is just david at dmeltzer.com, david at dmeltzer.com. Have a great rest of your week, everybody, here on The Breakfast. I'll pass it back over to uh, Dora Maria, I believe. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.